Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be going through some buy low trade targets going into week five of the NFL season. So these are players who have either underperformed in week four, or maybe they've underperformed the past few weeks. But I think this is where their value is probably going to be the lowest. And so I think this is a great time to capitalize that and acquire some of these players. While you guys are watching this, if you're enjoying the content, please just hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. It could be about this video. It could be trade questions, waiver wire advice, start sets, anything fantasy football related. Drop a comment down below and I'll be responding to every single person. But let's get into my first buy low player and it is going to be Tom Brady. I think one of the best opportunities to buy low on guys is when they play on primetime. Because if you go out on primetime, everyone is watching that game. And if you don't play well, you know, you get a lot of negative attention on you. And then I think people kind of start to panic and they want to unload these guys. So Brady did not play well here in week four on Sunday Night Football against the Patriots. Only 11.1 fantasy points. And the stat line was not pretty either. 22 of 43 for 269 passing yards. No touchdowns on the game. And he didn't really look great. You know, he definitely missed some throws that he would normally connect on, but he also did not get any help from this wide receiver core. I can think of at least four drops in this game. Evans had one, Cam Brate had one, Fournette had one, and then a deep touchdown pass that Antonio Brown dropped. You could also argue he should have caught the one before that on the, I believe it was second down. But basically what I'm saying is that this is an uncharacteristic kind of low performance from Tom Brady. He's throwing the ball 46 times a game, which means that volume and touchdowns are going to be there on a consistent basis. Even with this week four performance, he is still averaging 24.2 points per game. This is still a stacked wide receiver core with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, AB. Gronk is dealing with that rib issue right now, but he could still be back within a few weeks. So I still like these weapons going forward. This offensive line has been solid enough. Plus, this Buccaneers defense, who last year and in the postseason was pretty dominant, you know, especially down the stretch, they have struggled. And a lot of that is due to injuries. If you're looking at that secondary, their top three corners are currently out. So you're looking at Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting, and then Jamel Dean. So they're basically playing with a total group of backup cornerbacks. And then also you saw Antoine Winfield go into concussion protocol. So this is not the same defense that's going to be dominant and shutting these other teams down. Brady's going to need to continue to put up points on the board, which is obviously going to be good for his fantasy football production. So if you can buy Tom Brady for cheap, I would 100% do that. I still think he's going to be finishing as like a top six, top seven quarterback lock for the rest of the season. So go get him if you can. I'm going to stay on this Sunday night football matchup here, and it's going to be two Buccaneers receivers, Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. I feel like I talk about at least one of these Bucks weapons every single week, and I'm going to go through the spiel one more time, and then I'm probably just not going to mention it for the rest of the season. This Bucks team has so many weapons that every week they're going to be different top contributors. Week one, everyone overreacted. They said Mike Evans was a bad pick. You know, he wasn't involved week one. It was A.B., Godwin, and Gronk. That's what happens when you have so many weapons. All these guys can't go for 70-plus yards, you know, five, six receptions. There's just not enough touches to go around. 
but when you look at their production at the end of the season, they're all going to be solid options. So this game, it was Mike Evans. He definitely had the biggest game of the three wide receivers. And you may say, you know, why is AB a buy low? He had a solid game, 13.3 PPR points. But like I mentioned earlier, everyone has their eyes on primetime games, especially this one between the Bucks and the Patriots. And Antonio Brown, I mentioned it earlier, he dropped that crucial touchdown pass, just a beautiful placed ball from Tom Brady. Antonio Brown makes that catch 99 out of 100 times. He didn't make it there. So maybe you have an AB owner who saw that, is kind of panicking, go out and get him. I think he's going to be dominant throughout the rest of the season. And I think he's currently still an underrated fantasy football asset. You know, even if your league mates aren't panicking or selling him, I think he still is gonna be undervalued moving forward. He has 21 targets in three games this season, and he is going to continue being very involved. Brady trusts him, so I really like AB moving forward. And then the other guy here, Chris Godwin, he only had three receptions for 55 yards on five targets. So that's only 8.5 PPR points. So obviously not a great week. You know, the first three weeks of the season, he had put together some really nice fantasy performances. So just another guy here that you can buy low on. And for the rest of the season, I talked about how I wasn't going to mention, you know, this Buccaneers offensive breakdown. Just be looking for the underachieving weapon on this Buccaneers team every single week. Reach out to the owner, see if they're panicking, and then you can capitalize on it. I'm just going to stop talking about it because I feel like I've done it in almost every one of these videos. And let's move away from the Sunday night football game. And we're going to be going to the Green Bay Packers here with Aaron Jones. He had a, you know, subpar week four performance, 10.9 PPR points. And everyone knew going into the season, or at least most people knew, that the Green Bay Packers like to use two running backs. We saw it in 2019 and in 2020, Aaron Jones put together great seasons in those years but Jamal Williams was still very involved. And this was just a game where A.J. Dillon got a lot of touches. And so if you're going out trying to buy Aaron Jones, you know, for cheaper than he probably should go for, your argument has to revolve around A.J. Dillon. You can say he's cutting in to Aaron Jones' overall workload. Both running backs saw 15 carries this game. You know, if you're just looking at it blindly, that doesn't look great for Aaron Jones, but a lot of that was in garbage time. They're obviously not going to be using their big money running back when they already have the game on lock. And so I expect Aaron Jones to bounce back from this subpar week four. He's going to put together some monster weeks throughout the season. I still think he's a top five running back moving forward. I honestly think there's an argument that he's potentially top four. I think the top three with McCaffrey, Cook, and Derrick Henry are pretty locked down. Alvin Kamara just hasn't seen the touchdown upside or receiving upside that we're used to from him. So I really couldn't argue heavily if you put Aaron Jones in front of him. That's something I have to think about a little bit more, but that just kind of shows you how highly I value Aaron Jones. So if you're able to give up, you know, some of these kind of bottom end RB1s for Aaron Jones, maybe even like a bottom end RB1 plus, you know, a solid depth piece, that's something I would be all over. I'm super high on Aaron Jones, loved him coming into the season, and I still feel great about him. I'm going to be talking about another running back here for the fourth by low. It is going to be DeAndre Swift. He just had a very unimpressive week four stat line, eight carries for 16 yards, four receptions for 33 receiving yards. And this is pretty close to like his worst possible outcome for a game, but his receiving upside 
really keeps that floor fairly high. You know, you have some of these running backs who aren't involved in the receiving game. If they're rushing for 16 yards, I mean, that week would just be a total disaster. And, you know, obviously Swift didn't light it up with fantasy points, but that floor was still pretty high. He's been targeted 29 times through four games. That is great, great usage at the running back position. And he has some really solid matchups ahead of him here between the Vikings and the Bengals. Both teams have given up a lot of points to the running back position. So I really like those future matchups. He is going to improve on this week four performance. And he's just a running back who's game script proof. If somehow the Lions are up in a game and they're running the ball, Swift is going to be involved. If they get behind, that's arguably better for DeAndre Swift because he's going to be involved in the receiving game and getting a lot of targets. I talked about him going into week four as someone who was rising up my rankings. And so now I think this is a great opportunity for you to buy low on DeAndre Swift. I still think he's going to be finishing as a top 10 running back when we look back at the end of the season. So go get him while you guys can. And here we have the last buy low player. And it's someone who didn't even play here in week four. It is Christian McCaffrey. He was out with that hamstring injury. He was not placed on IR, which is great news. That means this likely isn't going to be a super long-term injury. Right now, it looks like there's a low chance he plays next week, but it's more likely he plays in two weeks. But whether he plays you know, two, three weeks, it really doesn't matter. I understand it's very risky to be buying an injured player. You know, he could kind of re-aggravate something. That timeline could be pushed back. Maybe he doesn't come back 100%. Maybe, you know, he re-injures it in game. We really don't know. And you are going to be giving up a ton of value to acquire a guy like Christian McCaffrey. But getting Christian McCaffrey on your team really could be league winning upside. I'm just going to run through his stats from his two full games this season. 45 carries, 170 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, 14 receptions, 154 receiving yards. That is 52.4 total points, and that is only in two games. So if the guy in your league who owns Christian McCaffrey has a record of like 0-4, 1-3, even maybe 2-2, two two, you know, they haven't started off super hot, they're losing, they're not feeling great about their team, and it really probably sucks for them to have Christian McCaffrey just sitting on the IR, you need to reach out to those guys because it could be logical for them you know, maybe we need to move on. I can't sacrifice two or three more weeks of him in my IR spot. I need to rack up some of these wins. For me, there are only two players that I would not be willing to give up for Christian McCaffrey right now in a straight up deal. And those two guys are named Derrick Henry and Delvin Cook. And for Delvin Cook, that is assuming that he's healthy, you know, after this week four game, he was in and out of that matchup. So if Cook is healthy, obviously Derrick Henry's a beast, never injured. Those are really the only two guys that right now I wouldn't straight up trade for Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, if McCaffrey was healthy, I would take him 100%, but that's not the question here. This is saying, you know, I would eat the two, three weeks that McCaffrey isn't playing and give up a guy like Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, any of those guys. I want Christian McCaffrey in my lineup on my team because I think he has that league winning upside. So just ask around if the team who owns Christian McCaffrey is struggling. I think you can make a decent move here, but that is going to wrap it up for this video. Those are my five buy low targets. Might have been six, you know, with that AB Godwin combo, but whatever. If you guys enjoyed the content, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. 
Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Any fantasy football related questions, I will make sure to get back to you as soon as I can. But that's all I have for you guys today. Go check out my waiver wire target video that is already up on this channel. And then later today, I'm going to be going through some sell high players. So a similar video style to this. So go check that stuff out. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you next time.